Girl Sexually Assaulted in Girls High School Bathroom. Leftists use their favorite tactics for silencing those who don't kowtow to their perverse, deceitful, and destructive sexuality ideology. When conservatives warned that allowing males in female private spaces puts girls and women at risk, leftists called them ugly names and mocked them. And now it's been revealed that on May 28, 2021, a 15-year-old freshman girl was sexually assaulted by a skirt-wearing boy who was allowed to use girls' restrooms at Stonebridge High School in Loudoun County, Virginia. The administration then transferred the boy to another district school where he sexually assaulted another girl. He has now been charged with, quote, two counts of forcible sodomy, one count of anal sodomy, and one count of forcible fellatio. The first victim's father, Scott Smith, attended his first school board meeting ever on June 22, 2021, just three and a half weeks after his daughter's sexual assault. Many community members attended this meeting to discuss the board's proposed policy of sexually integrating the private spaces of minor students and of compelling teachers to lie by using incorrect pronouns when referring to cross-sex impersonators. A woman who, through her rainbow t-shirt, identified herself as an LGBTQ plus activist, quarreled with Smith, including telling him she did not believe his daughter was raped by a skirt-wearing boy in the girls' restroom. The police intervened, and Smith, like the Covington Catholic High School boys, was turned into a national villain by leftist activists who identify as journalists and no longer have the patience or integrity to investigate stories before mischaracterizing people. I wonder how leftist fathers would react if their 15-year-old daughters had been sodomized in a girl's bathroom at their safe schools and then had an activist tell them she doesn't believe it happened. When conservatives and feminists who oppose men in women's private spaces express fear that the safety, not microaggressions that hurt feelings, but macro assaults that hurt bodies, of girls is jeopardized, leftists assert no female impersonator would ever assault a girl or woman. Apparently, trans-identifying persons are not only the picture of mental health, but the picture of moral perfection as well. When conservatives and feminists express concern that sexual predators may pretend to be gender dysphoric in order to access their prey more easily, soothsayer trans activists aver that no predator would ever do such a thing. Now that that thing has been done, expect leftists to dismiss these crimes as few and far between. Leftists justifiably decry the sexual abuse of minors in religious institutions and yet say virtually nothing about the sexual abuse of minors by both school employees and students in government-controlled schools. Instead, school administrations and teachers' unions protect teachers who prey on minor children. And now, school districts State boards of education, state lawmakers, and the federal government collude to increase the risk of girls being sexually assaulted by implementing policies that sexually integrate restrooms and locker rooms. 
now that rational parents have finally had enough of leftist usurpation of public schools for their own pernicious ideological purposes, Biden has sicked the big federal guns on them. Biden's audacious Attorney General Merrick Garland has issued a memorandum in which he declared, quote, I am directing the Federal Bureau of Investigation, working with each United States attorney to convene meetings with federal, state, local, tribal, and territorial leaders in each federal judicial district within 30 days of the issuance of this memorandum. These meetings will facilitate the discussion of strategies for addressing threats against school administrators, board members, teachers, and staff, and will open dedicated lines of communication for threat reporting, assessment, and response, end quote. Americans should disabuse themselves of the mistaken notion that Garland is taking aim only at threats of violence. His memorandum concludes with this, quote, The department is steadfast in its commitment to protect all people in the United States from violence, threats of violence, and other forms of intimidation and harassment, end quote. Biden's news speakers will redefine intimidation and harassment in whatever way suits their dogmatic fancy. There are several important principles at issue. Number one, safety. Children are not made safe by facilitating a delusion that often leads to lifelong drug dependency and surgery that can cause sterility, reduced libido, erectile dysfunction, inability to experience orgasm, deep vein thrombosis, pulmonary embolism, hyperkalemia, hypertension, type 2 diabetes, stroke, cardiovascular disease, weight gain, high triglycerides, osteoporosis, weight gain, polycythemia, dyslipidemia, vaginitis, urinary tract infections, pelvic pain, clitoral discomfort, sleep apnea, male pattern baldness, and an increased risk for anxiety, depression, and suicide. Number two, scientific reality. We now have cultural leaders, including lawmakers, physicians, and teachers, saying anti-science, nonsensical, deceitful things like men can menstruate, give birth and chest feed, and some women have penises. Number three, identity and religious discrimination. We have school administrators, taxpayer-funded government employees, that is, commanding teachers and students to speak lies, coercing them under threat of punishment to participate in a destructive delusion that violates their conscience and, for many, their religious beliefs. There is no ethical or constitutional justification for subordinating some students' religious identity to the socially constructed gender identity of other students. There is no ethical or constitutional justification for discriminating based on religion, which is exactly what punishing Christian faculty, staff, or students for refusing to lie constitutes. And number four, sex-based rights. Women and men have a right to be free of the presence of persons of the opposite sex in private spaces where they undress, shower, or tend to bodily functions. That right exists because men and women are fundamentally different, and in some contexts, those differences matter. 
feelings of modesty, and the desire for privacy when undressed or engaged in bodily functions are natural and good and should be respected. All men and women are entitled to such privacy protections, but girls and women have an additional need for such protections. Girls and women are vulnerable to sexual assault from males, from both adolescent and adult males. Parents must fearlessly persevere in this battle for truth in the schools that our taxes subsidize. This is a stewardship issue. This is a citizenship issue. And this signals whether we love children or not, all children. Whether we have children in schools or not, this is a fight for the future of America. Leftists in control of schools are in the process of destroying America from within by indoctrinating the next generation of culture makers. They are destroying America by destroying the hearts, minds, and bodies of children.